say I have no pets but that's not true like, do, do fish count as pets I mean they're we, we can discuss that the mm -hmm. whole pet thing what what makes a pet I mean there are things that like are going to die without right. your immediate intervention but it's not like you you build a personal bond with them at least I don't with these fish I don't you know hey they're fishy you don't cuddle with them I mean, they're fish you don't cuddle with them like you know and but we had two cats for the longest time they were parts of the family, right? Personalities and all kinds of stuff like that. Fish are just basically moving artwork. So I'm like, do fish really count? But then I also had a lizard. I had an iguana for a while. And yeah, all this stuff. And it's like, it kind of interacted with mm -hmm. me, but not like a lot. But, you know, not like the cats. But anyway, yeah, we want to talk about pets. Yeah. This concept of pets. Because it's a, it's a hot button issue for some people. Because frankly... Certainly people that don't have children or can't have children uh, oftentimes look to their animals as, uh, their, sure, as sure, their children. That's all. And, and like mm -hmm. treat that like the family unit. They do. They absolutely do. Um, uh, but before we start, though, I don't want to forget, you have to mention your latest set of mail that came in. Oh, right. Yes. Yes. Miss Stacy Val, uh, sister of Greg, darling. Uh, your gift was fantastic. Fifteen-year-old, out-of-date holiday greeting cards was was. Uh, it touched my heart. I very much appreciate. I, I'm the amazed that, that she, she still has them. <laughs> Everyone has a junk drawer somewhere where they're like, "Hey, I could clean this out and <laughs> yes. stick it to James at the same time." <laughs> when I when I start getting into really cleaning out, I have to remember that clean out and stick it to James at the same. I hadn't connected those two, but now I will. I think most people I know, it's it's blank and stick it to James. And, you know, it's just, it's it's a good day. Oh, I love it. Okay, so, so yes, thank you for acknowledging that. Um, yeah. So I'm sure she heard that on her walk, and so did whoever is following her right now on her walk. So, that, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's a couple of them. Both ways, Stace. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, pets. Let's talk about pets. So I, I grew yes. up with no pets. Yeah, so I'll... Uh, no pets. We had fish. We had fish. And I think we started talking about, do fish count? Yeah, yeah. So have we established fish are not pets? I mean, it, is the definition... I, I don't know. I mean, I know there's going to well, be people I that mean, disagree with the definition as simple but... as if you can't pet them, they are not a pet? <laughs> oh, there you go. Yeah. Some people say, I could pet my fish. You shouldn't. Okay, weirdo. <laughs> I, I, pets are... Or fish are not... I don't think fish are pets. No. Fish, uh, things of that nature that, you know, things that cannot reciprocate affection, mm -hmm. things of that nature, I just don't see that as a pet. I see that as an obligation. <laughs> I right? I mean, uh, what else is it? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I agree with you. They're, they're nothing but work. So my daughter has a, a goldfish. She won this goldfish at the local church carnival in a bag. Oh, God, I don't know. Seven years ago, <laughs> did she? Did she really? She won a fish seven yes. years ago. Yes. Is it the same fish? I swear to God, <laughs> it is the, the size of this thing. It is a monster. It's we've had to upgrade multiple times. We're on a ten-gallon tank, and even that, I think you would look at and go, "That's not the appropriate size. It needs a bigger tank." 
Mm-hmm. Uh, the kicker is that Fish's name is Peanut because of how, t- I mean, tiny he was when we first got him. And now every year when the carnival comes around, we're like, no more fish. <laughs> she only ever hungry. won the one. We, I mean, we, we thought it would live for a month or maybe three. And this thing, uh, I just had to order, couldn't believe this, the, the light, the LED lights in the tank lid went out. And a new lid it's going to be like 70 bucks. Mm-hmm. So I bought a, you know, a $10 light that I can just put in the tank and stuff. Ah, well, there you go. But the the amount of chemicals we got to put in there and the the whole let's vacuum the tank. And, oh, do we have to? So yes, otherwise it gets disgusting. <laughs> it is an obligation. I like what you called it before, uh, moving artwork. Moving and that's why I got my fish because it's mm-hmm. relaxing to look at. Mm-hmm. And I I had fish in college they were salt water. This one I have is fresh water, but uh, they're gorgeous, right? And they certainly were a, a stress reliever to just watch and zone out on. But they're they're not pets. The two cats I had, they were pets, and yeah. they were the closest thing we were ever going to have to a family unit. And you know, it's it's tough when they pass because they lived. I mean, one was nineteen, and the other one was sixteen. Uh, so they've had a pretty good life. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh gosh, I have Doctor Doctor Carey on the veterinarian. Oh yeah, she, <laughs> she she specializes in euthanasia. The story she tells me. Um, good God! But the whole concept of pets as a family unit and where do you stand on this idea of pets is a hot button topic. Yes. Yeah, where do you stand? Is. You have you stand? have pets. Now. I have pets. I I have a cat. You didn't grow up with pets. So nope. When did you first get a pet? So we were newlyweds, and you know our, our wives grew up with dogs. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we were both working full-time, and we were working crazy hours. And we knew – I don't know why. I think it was very much a spur-of-the-moment thing. Like we, we were at – we were doing some shopping, and the local pet store was doing an adoption day. And we stopped in and we walked out of there with two cats and a carrier and a whole bunch of stuff. <laughs> it was it was kind of an out of nowhere situation. And we, we wanted to do two so they could kind of be friends when we were out of the house all day. Mm-hmm. And I mean, adorable. I think they were six weeks old, Josh and Willow. And I had never had anything like that before. And I loved it. I absolutely loved it. We had to put Josh down when he was like seven or eight mm-hmm. and he was he was getting something was wrong he was getting aggressive um biting scratching and we couldn't figure out what it was um and he was becoming dangerous for lack of a better term willow lived for 19 years and well into my my children's lives and they absolutely adored her uh and then what i found interesting there was when Putting Josh to sleep was hard, but he was a problem. Mm-hmm. So it it was hard, but I dealt with it. When Willow passed, I had never experienced anything like that before. That was just so difficult. And what was really weird for me, so about, oh gosh, it couldn't have been more than two months. I come home and my wife had been looking online and there was, you know, a family that fosters animals and had a cat that a one-year-old cat who had been found wandering in the streets of Bridgeport, Connecticut, pregnant. 
Um, all four kittens were adopted. Mom hadn't been and looked adorable. And she said, I showed the kids and they want to go meet her and maybe adopt her. And I said, we just lost Willow. How can we be doing this now? And, and, and she's like, no, no, it's a good thing. Let's go. So we go and we meet this, this cat and it's about 10 minutes away and we're driving there and I was bad. I was absolutely angry. I was not happy about this. And it wasn't that I wasn't wanting another animal. I just wasn't ready to replace the one we just lost. And I remember Jill looked at me and said, are you okay? I said, no, I'm really not. And we got there and Kat was absolutely adorable, was climbing all over us. And we're just like, yeah, we're, t we're taking her home with us. <laughs> and it took that for me to realize that I could, I could miss the other one and not take it out on this one. <laughs> Right, you know, it was it was okay what we did. I just I didn't really understand at the time, but now and that's Evie, and she is seven now at this point, something like that. And she's great. She's just she's a lap cat. She climbs all over us. She she's loud. She cries out in the morning when I when I come out of the room. I'm the one who feeds her breakfast. Like I walk out of the bedroom and I hear <laughs> just from wherever she is. <laughs> she hears she's like yeah, yelling at me as if. I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, you don't, um, uh, clearly. Clearly. Hairless monkey. Mm -hmm. and, and it's interesting with the kids. She loves my daughter. My daughter could care less. She walks up to my daughter and rubs her and wants to, <laughs> wants to have her head rubbed. And Sadie's like, oh, okay. And she, she scratches her. She looks at us. And we're like, why are you afraid of the cat who's, who's you've known for the last seven years? She's like, I right. don't know. Jack... <laughs> My son will miss her more than he misses the rest of us when he goes to college. He, he, yeah. she, she is like the, the last person he talks to <laughs> before he goes to work in the morning. He won't leave in, unless he can pet her and say bye. He is going to have a, huff, a tough time being separated from her. When, when he was away last year for three weeks in Scotland, I was sending pictures of the cat because that's what he wanted, <laughs> the pictures of the cat. That's funny. <laughs> um, but she's she's absolutely part of our house, and uh, to our conversation on kids a little you know a ways ago you know uh, the the money spent is not insignificant. <laughs> uh, agreed, <laughs> absolutely. I mean, I, I and that's that gives me perspective about the kids thing again that we talked about previously. That was wow. There they can be expensive and like at the drop of a hat expensive and it's not like you have i mean i guess you can buy health insurance for pets but most people don't yeah. and when something goes wrong it goes really wrong mm -hmm. and it's really expensive yes yes i mean holy hell we have so university of wisconsin madison is a really well-known veterinary school and they they have like canine oncology department wow yeah where they give dogs like radiation and chemotherapy amazing I mean, thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars that people spend on that stuff. And I just, I'm just like, I get it. I don't want people to spend that kind of money on me if I get sick like that. <laughs> uh, I was like, holy hell. I just, wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's nuts. And yet I totally get it. I, I absolutely get it. I, I've done it. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> I know. get it too. <laughs> I, I know. It's, uh, Here's oh, my credit card. Make it better. <laughs> yeah fix fix my friend uh-huh oh 
so yes, we've both established that we've had cats and we are and we enjoy our animals. So did you, know, you grew up with anything? anything? Yeah, yeah. I had a I had a dog. Um, just remember getting her. I must have been three or four, maybe. Ah. I can remember teetering around chasing a dog, and <laughs> I'm pretty sure that was her. Uh, but then, yeah, I was a senior in high school. Oh, and I had just graduated, and Dad's like, come on, we got to take the dog to the vet. And the dog was, like, arthritic. It was, like, it had palsy. Oh, it was, like, I'm like, the thing needed to be put out of its misery, like, a year earlier than that. But Dad just couldn't let it go. We took her out there and dropped her off at the vet and left. Hmm. And that's just because he couldn't deal with it. Yeah. I don't know. I had always had a thing with cats. And so I, when I worked at um, one of the first jobs I had out of graduate school... I was managing an orchard, farm cats everywhere. And I was like the cat whisperer, I, and I still am. It's like I've, I, I'll be on Zoom calls with, with my team, and when they're working remote, like three cats will come in and jump on people's laps. <laughs> I, I don't, it must be, I don't know if it's like the, the sound of my voice or whatever. It's just like, they come. And they're just like, she never does that. Every time I get on Zoom with you, she comes and jumps on my lap. I'm like, I'm the cat whisperer. Mm-hmm. They, they are my unholy army of the night. Uh, but so, so I've had this thing for cats. And, and so I brought home our first cat from the farm. I, brought, I grabbed the one that was climbing up on top of the apple crates and jumping on her brothers and sisters. I'm like, that one's coming with me. LAUGHTER <laughs> <laughs> And she was the one who comes tromping in from the field, carrying a bird that's half the size of her. I'm like, yep, you're coming home with me. Joy, my wife was away uh, for work. And I'm like, I got a surprise. Oh, didn't you didn't tell her. clear her with her first? <laughs> nope. Nope. Because oh, we, had, we had talked a little bit about it, right? Mm-hmm. And I mean, you got we have a whole album full of cat pictures from when, and when Lilu was her name, from when she was a tiny little baby. And you just look at her and you're just like, Oh my God, this is just too much. <laughs> uh, but we look back at that time and then Lilu got bored cause she was the only child pet. And so we had to get her a pet. <laughs> so we went and got her a, an orange tabby uh, kitten that was clearly taken away from his mother too early. So she could, she could mother the, the other one. So Rocco and Lilu mm-hmm. don't regret a single bit of that. It was tough. Um, but it, you know, when they got older, I mean, we were finding it where it's like, we can't travel like we want. We have to be concerned about the animals. We got to, it's just too much. Right. And we're like, we did that part of our lives where the need for us to care for these other living beings, right. Trumped the things we wanted to do. And we didn't care for that. <laughs> <laughs> so we said no more pets when they're gone. Yeah. We, I, I've been talking lately about the fact that I think our cat needs a friend. And mm-hmm. everyone looks at me like, we think she would try and eat the friend. <laughs> no. Like, nah, no. Got to get her a little kitten. Mm-hmm. That's what I want. That way she, she, can take, she can take care of it. I, I'm, I'm alone in this, in this side of the camp here. No one agrees. Yeah, well, it was, it was lopsided the, the last time around, so it mm-hmm. can be lopsided this time. Yeah, I should just, I should, I should just go do what I want to do is what you're saying. Exactly. Yeah. Just go do. Maybe I will. Maybe I you're will. Gonna, you gonna let these people push you around, Baymel? <laughs> now th- that said, I just made my reservation with the cat sitter for when we're going to be out visiting you. And speaking of money, oh lord. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. We would be like, who lives close enough that can come by like twice a day? Mm-hmm. And there were times when I'd be like, okay, 
this is before we had our companies and I was working another job. It'd be like people that would work with me or that were on one of my teams. It'd be like, who wants to make a little extra money? Sure. And some of them would come over, like come out to our house and like hang out and watch movies <laughs> and just like hang out with the cats. Right. I'm like, I don't care. You can do whatever you want. I got three bedrooms. You can spend the night. I don't give a shit. Uh, but they'd be like, no, we just come out and play with them, do whatever. And it's like, well, all we asked you to do is come out and feed them. But like, yeah, we're here, and why not? I'll eat your food while I'm here. Why not? Um, yeah. And that worked out pretty well until they started to get really old and started to need medication and all kinds of other stuff. And yeah. Oh, my God. We tried to board them once. Uh, once. We did that once. And they they hated us until uh, the end of, end of their days. Uh, us, us too. And not yeah. only did, did they hate us, but I mentioned that jo- Josh started getting violent. He he scratched up one of the techs something fierce at, at boarding. So uh, yeah, that was a that was a one and done situation. We have we have a very nice person who we've used here in town for gosh you know the 15, 18 years who comes to the house, and it's funny we moved about I don't know 10, 12 years ago two miles you know to another part of town. And we happened to move to the street where the pet sitter lives. We had no idea she lived on this road. But when we told her we moved and, you know, we need you to come visit, she said, you do know I'm two houses away from you, right? (laughs) Nice. So I shouldn't have to to pay you so much for travel time then. Her her license plate says pet car on it. Oh, nice. (laughs) Yeah. Nice. My, my, uh, our friends who are expats right now, they're, uh, best friends, and, they, and you, you, you're listening. You know who you are. She wants cats in the worst way, and he doesn't so much. But so wherever they live in whatever uh, rando country they happen to be working in at the time, they end up quasi adopting the like strays mm-hmm. that are around them, <laughs> <laughs> and the 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 ensuing experience, shared experiences are are quite humorous oh i'm sure because i can see you know a day if a day ever comes where they finally you know decide to well who am i kidding that's never gonna happen um not at least until we live in a compound together because that's the whole idea in retirement <laughs> it'd be like living in the same geriatric compound so we just have to hire a single nurse because it'll be cheaper that way oh that makes sense uh, mm-hmm. see it's all about the money yeah, I see them and it's like, oh, you know, cats here, cats there, feral cats, blah, blah, blah. But they can't have a cat because they constantly move around all over the place. So Yeah. It's a, it's, a, it's a massive commitment. But I think it goes too far sometimes. Not just with cats, with all pets. I see things I don't understand that just don't click with me. And I think it has something to do with, like, the environment they're in. Like, certainly, like, urban or metro environments. I mean, can you really drag an animal around on a leash so people end up with these really tiny pets mm-hmm. right per, like purse pets <laughs> purse pets. <laughs> yeah um and they put little sweaters on them and stuff the thing that i don't get though is i'll see like somebody pushing a baby stroller it's got like a pug in it yeah or, or a, like a toy poodle or something like that i'm like really you can't why are you why are you doing why are you pushing around I get tired of carrying them. They have four legs, for Christ's sakes. <laughs> What's wrong with letting them walk? Oh, I can't do that. I don't get it either. So my my wife and my son have really been trying to figure out how to get my cat outside. They don't want her to be an outside cat because we got coyotes back there and everything. But she's dying to get outside and has gotten past this a couple of times. 
I want to get just one of those harness leashes and be able to like tie her up on the deck with us to hang out. They <laughs> went and got a stroller, but it's a because it's for a cat, it like zips up closed, so it's not like she could get. What's funny is it's open, sitting in the living room, and she sleeps in it. <laughs> she hops up oh, and nice. uses it as a place to nap. <laughs> but um, we've taken her outside in it once or twice, and she's just enamored with being able to. Really, it's like taking a room for a walk because she still can't get out of it. Right, exactly. So that's why I, they're afraid with a with a harness she'll be able to find, you know, wiggle her way out of it and run away. I'm like, nah, she's not going to run away. But yeah, the, a, the, the stroller, the dog stroller thing, I mean, the point of taking a dog for a walk is exercise. <laughs> so exactly. So I don't understand the dog stroller thing at all. I, me either. And I, it's not so much around here, but certainly on the coasts I see it a lot mm-hmm. um, through my traveling for work and whatnot. Uh, but... I don't understand stand, like the mentality there, but at the same time, I appreciate all of the entrepreneurs that are catering <laughs> to this obsession. Yes. So even to the point where, you know, like you'd like to bring up all my various uh, fancy tools and lasers and stuff that um, working with my friend, Carrie, Dr. Carrie, the vet, um, working on ways that we can, you know, how can we make use of her contacts in, in the veterinary world and my ability to laser mark stuff? So what kind of like pet memorials or other kind of stuff is there? Because people spend money on that shit. Oh, yes. They absolutely do. A lot of money. Don't even think about blinking about dropping on, you know, pet related this, pet related that. And how do I get a piece of that sweet candy? <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Oh, I believe it. There are, I mean, people, they are, like you mentioned earlier, like, like children. They're like your children. You'll do anything for them. And to, and some people, and you see, I, we've talked about this with the breweries and the supermarkets and, you know, dogs being dragged everywhere. Yeah. I was, not surprising, at the brewery yesterday. And <laughs> tiny little nothing dog that a breeze would have blown over yipping and yapping and screaming at another dog who was in a stroller and minding his own business and this dog is screaming at him and the owner is you know holding them at bay on the leash like oh yeah he's not normally like this da, 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 da. and all i can think is i did not come here to hear your dog yelp you know if you know if they can't behave themselves go away <laughs> right why did you bring your dog here mm-hmm well, dogs are welcome. Are they? Owner of the of the place wants you to bring your dog because there are some people that won't go places without their dog. So they somehow need seem to think that they need to have a safe space for dog people. Um, but really, that's the last thing I want. Although I would rather have people with dogs at breweries than children. Just saying. You're, this is just going to add fuel to the fire for me being unreasonable. I was at a pet store yesterday <laughs> buying cat food, and there were dogs there, and I was annoyed <laughs> at the pet store. I, yeah. I, maybe the problem is me. <laughs> that needs to be on a T-shirt. What? Maybe the problem's me? Exactly. <laughs> no. I think because everyone else that's been listening for a while would say yes. You're right, Greg. <laughs> Probably. <It is> you. <laughs> Probably. But yeah, I, I, I know I shouldn't get annoyed that there are dogs in a pet store. I guess my feeling is that they should all just be at home. I do, too. I do, too. Although I do get a huge kick out of, like, on social media, like Instagram or whatever, like, the dude that rides a motorcycle and he's got a cat on with a little harness that is also wearing a helmet. <laughs> and the cat's just, like, sitting on his shoulder or, like, like 
up on the handlebars like, I'm down with this. This is totally cool. Or like guy that goes, you know, mountain biking or trekking and like somebody would with like an outdoorsy kind of dog, but it's a cat. I love that because people think like, oh, cats are so, so, uh, you know, dogs are better. Dogs are better. I'm like, no, they're not. Dogs are stupid. (laughs) Cats are smart. Come on. They are a little standoffish. This kind of, is this a dogs versus cats thing? No, um, because no, there is because, no versus. Yeah, yeah, there is no versus, and, and and you and I would end up on the same side, which makes it a very, right. um, not a, not a fun conversation because there's there's no uh, debate no. here. But we could make it somehow that you know you're right about it, though. Then it would be okay. Well, I'm always right about it. I mean, mm-hmm. That's not a that's not a new thing, mm-hmm. not at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I don't get it. That and and uh, I love seeing the outrage on Facebook when someone sees a dog left in a car um, on a hot day. And yeah, these are uh, people don't know any better, and they should. But I do think to some degree, you know, I I hate to to go into the emotional support animal thing, but I think there are some people where that dog is their only friend, mm-hmm. and so going out without them just doesn't seem right. I don't like it, but I I sort of get it. I get. I mean, I can I can see how it how it happens, uh, in that for some people that's their only connection. As humans will do, they take advantage of everything, and then suddenly people that that get anxious at the thought of leaving their animal alone somehow or another get them classified as an emotional support animal, so they can take them everywhere. It's like, is it really? Are you are you just like using the system? And it's not even like a cat or a dog. It's like a fucking ostrich <laughs> or some crazy shit like that. How I'm did like, you know I was just about to bring up an ostrich? <laughs> what what in the hell? What? It's like, oh, but we can't we can't say no. That's taking it too far because then we're like impinging upon their their rights. I'm just like, they are taking advantage of you. Mm-hmm. Wow. I, wow. Yeah. It's my emotional support iguana. I don't know. I, I think once or twice I've been on a plane where there's been a dog in a carrier, like in the cabin. Mm-hmm. I don't know. They're no more or less obtrusive than, than children. Children are worse at that point. Oh, absolutely. Well, hands down. Yeah. I, I, I've never been on a plane with a, like a howling, screaming dog the whole time. I think that, that would take me over the edge. <laughs> that, that would be the thing. <laughs> that makes you that makes you go all stabby. There are so there are so many things that would so many there's there's not a straw that's waiting on me. There's a uh I don't know. A kindling bundle. It's it's gonna be like a dandelion blown into the wind. It's, it's uh, be, yeah. Yeah. Yep. So so many things. So mm. many things. Why if everyone would just listen to me it would be better. I still love pets. I love animals. Mm-hmm. People that have pets and I visit them or even if I'm at like the pet store, I I love them. I pet them. I'll, they're always excited, usually always excited or happy to see you. Um, and I, I, I just, I love them, but I won't have them anymore because frankly, it's just, I don't want the responsibility. Sure, sure. And that makes sense. And I can... I can definitely understand that. I'm still at that phase of my life where I've got responsibility for other living things, but I'm sure 
we will get to that point where it's like, okay, that's... And frankly, I'm the only one who's ever cleaned a litter box in the last 20 years. Wow. So that's fun. Well, I mean, we got the, we got the initial cats, and shortly after, Jill was pregnant. So you're not supposed to touch that stuff when you're pregnant. And that just became my job mm-hmm. at some point. Not the end of the world. I think that explains. I think you have toxoplasmosis. I might have. I, maybe I'm running on 20 years of toxoplasmosis. That's yeah, possible. Yes, you are. I, there you are. I, I will say with the dog thing, see, you, you say you, you, you do like animals. You just don't want to have the responsibility. I mm-hmm. genuinely don't like dogs. I, I grew up on a block where, you know, you were getting nipped in the heels by dogs as you were riding around the block on your bicycle. And I think mm-hmm. I mentioned this once before. Um, but I legitimately, I hear a dog bark and I flinch. I, mm-hmm. I've got some sort of ridiculous PTSD with it. I, yeah. I do not like dogs. And I've mentioned this recently to one of my friends who has two little yippy dogs who climb up on you when you come to their house. And he's mm-hmm. like, oh, my God, I had no idea. I would have put the dogs away. I, I talk to him on the phone, and all I hear are dogs bark. They just bark right. and bark and bark. And I'm like, look, no, they're, they're fine. They're not, I'm not afraid of your dogs. I just, I just don't like animals. I, I, I'm always thinking they're going to come at me. Or people that have animals that are like that, usually dogs, that are just like constantly going apeshit berserk all around you, and they don't think anything of it. Yeah. And you're just like, would you get these creatures off of me? I mean, like, and they're just like, what? It's the slobbery ones I hate the most. The ones that just are constantly just like, they come to you and they, and they you know, they... Well, they, when they get within a couple of inches, you're getting all wet. <laughs> yeah, my dad had a dog like that, a basset hound. And it's a sweet, sweet dog. Oh, my God, do those dogs stink. Holy hell, they're just greasy and oily and ugh, uh, slobbery. And no, uh, yeah. I, my poor wife, whenever we would visit my parents, she'd just be like keeping her arms and like elbows up around her neck. <laughs> because it's like, this dog is touching me. Like, I'm sorry. That's how I yeah. feel about him. I, I just, so, yeah. Not a fan at all. What kills me are the people that assume that everyone loves to have their dog come up and hang out with them and lick them and and um, put their put their head on your lap. Like, no, get get your weird animal away from me. Maybe the problem was me. 